Hey everyone, this is so special because it is our first partnered episode. This episode is in partnership with Chosen Candles. Chosen Candles was founded by two young men who are driven to provide peace, warmth, and protection to those enslaved in human trafficking. This company has a mission to provide beauty to your home and a hope to those who are suffering. Since 2017, human trafficking has increased 25%. Ages range from 13 to 35, with the average age being just 16 years old. Chosen Candle partners with International Justice Mission, IJM, and Operation Underground Railroad, OUR, giving 5% of profits to help fight human trafficking. Chosen Candle plans to raise the percent as they are able. Every candle is hand-poured in Virginia with clean-burning soy wax, phthalate-free fragrance oils, and no additives. And they have a 20-plus hour burn time. Mom and I are so excited about this partnership. We actually have some candles in the mail right now, so we can't wait to tell you next week what our favorite scents are. Let us know if you order one. We will link them in the show notes. Now let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, I'm Emily Dean. And I'm Kim Hyland. We are mother and daughter and your hosts for You're You're Not Not That That Special. Special. But Em, I'm your mom and I think you're very special. So why are we calling this You're Not That Special? Because in a world that tells me I'm either not so great or I could be great if I just did this, I want to know that I can just be me, embracing the wonder and joy of my everyday life. That does sound really great. Let's talk about it. Good morning, Emma. Good morning. How are you? Uninspired. Uninspired. It's a chilly morning. <laughs> we got to do our our weather forecast or our weather <laughs> our weather report. It's a chilly morning. We are bundled up in the guest room. Way too cold to be outside. Mm-hmm. You're very cold. I got have a hat, a blanket, a hat. <laughs> I put my emergency tank top on out of my bag. Dad gave you a fleece. Dad gave me a fleece. I have my boots and my fuzzy socks, a blanket on my lap, and there's a heater dish right next to us. <laughs> yep, so it's uh, that kind of morning. <sighs> so why are you uninspired? The winter is good for nothing. The I'm, cold season oh. is good for zero. <laughs> it chills my bones. It means I have to buy new shoes for my kids because none of them fit. Because they go barefoot all year long. My kids go barefoot all hippie. year long. Yeah. Unless we're like going to good for them, I guess. church or, you yeah. know, some Or you're dropping gathering. them off here. Or I'm dropping them off here at Mina and Baba's. Em, did you bring their shoes? Oops, sorry. Nope, sorry. <laughs> I guess we'll stay home. Yeah. It's just, it's a difficult time for having small children in a 1,200 square foot house. Having four small children in a 1,200-square-foot house. And, I mean, I get a little nervous about the winter anyway because it can be long. Yeah. And cold and yeah. sad. And, yeah, and just with, you know, if it was just me, I'd be like, oh, it's so cozy. If it was just me and a baby, I'd be like, oh, it's so lovely. But it's me and a six-year-old and, you know, 
man. I'm thinking well, about those who suffer silently. I'm definitely not, but you asked me how I'm doing, so yeah. I'm telling you. No, and it's and it's so much about your personality too, because you remember. I mean, we we were outside a lot when you were little, but I loved the winter because yeah. I could say, "Sorry, it's too cold." But I, I love being, being inside. I felt I felt less overwhelmed when we weren't outside outside was was harder for me so i love being outside i know you do so yeah i get that it's and even if it was like bitter cold i could do it by myself right but i feel i can do it with a baby but i just you know it's hard yeah i think about people who live in alaska and places like that yeah they just they get the cold weather gear and they They keep going out yeah yeah well, how are you? I'm fine. I like winter. I'm excited about the holidays. I'm definitely still taking some deep breaths just because I do on a, you know, normal year. I've, I can easily feel overwhelmed and working. I have a lot less time to yeah. prepare, mm-hmm. which is hard, but it's also good because it'll make gift. me be decisive mm-hmm. and which I can be very indecisive. So, yeah, just thinking about next week and Thanksgiving and and trying to keep my focus, mm-hmm. which is hard. I mean, because the reality is it's a lot of preparation. It's a lot of food. It's a lot of people. Um, and And then this year, as with everything else, there are, you know, extra encumbrances. Mm-hmm. Um, Emotionally, logistically, because of lockdowns and yeah. mandates and all the things. So, um, yeah, we've said it before. I mean, there's there's just I always imagine like you know we've got a backpack, right? And we're we've got a load, and those are our responsibilities. And I think everyone's backpack is about twenty pounds heavier. Yeah, like it or not, it's just unavoidable. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think I've been thinking a lot, though, about how do I adjust to that, but also is there anything that's weighing me down that I really don't have to carry? Mm -hmm. And those kind of go along together for me. You know, in terms of, like, adjusting expectations. Okay, this is... A different year. Off so the top of your to, head, what do you think you could um, eliminate from your backpack? I mean, just um, to give like off a, the top of an my head, example. a practical thing. We, not, yeah, not just theories. Yeah. You know, I said it to you the other day. I said we could. All we need for Thanksgiving is people and food. Yep. And if we had to have Thanksgiving tomorrow, I would just need to. Clear up some crap, <laughs> throw mm-hmm. it in a room, and put on some music, light some candles, and let's cook. Yeah. And that helps me a lot mm-hmm. because, yeah, I see the new recipes I want to try, and I think about how I want to decorate the table, and I think about I need to scrub the bathroom and dust and vacuum, and, oh, this carpet in this guest room is gross. I need to shampoo the carpet and da-da-da-da-da, and I will just that fast start adding things on. Mm-hmm. And if I can do any of those things, that's great. But the truth is for us to have a beautiful Thanksgiving 
I need food. Yeah. And it could just be, I mean, it could be anything. But, you know, it doesn't have to be turkey and a dozen sides. It could be turkey and three or four really nice sides, and I don't even have to make them all. Mm-hmm. That's a practical thing for me. I would love for the house to be clean, but we can have Thanksgiving in a dirty house. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather have a joyful, restful Thanksgiving mm-hmm. in a dirty house than a stressed out, exhausted Thanksgiving in a really pretty Pinteresty house. Right. Yeah. There's a wonderful verse. I don't know where it is, but it's a really great one. And it says, um, ah, I do this all the time. Something about oxen, where the oxen are, where there is, where there are no oxen, the stable is clean. And it's the idea that an empty stable where there's no oxen is very clean. Mm-hmm. But I don't have an empty stable, and I don't want an empty stable. Yeah, I have a house where a lot of people live, and there are going to be a lot of people. So if it's not clean, that's just evidence of life and beauty yeah, and goodness. And that's really what I want to focus on. Where there are no oxen, the manger is empty. There you go. But from the strength of an ox come abundant harvests. Right. So it's like you have no oxen, empty manger, clean stable. If you have an oxen, you have an abundant harvest. Mm -hmm. And we've got lots of oxen Mm -hmm. (laughs) and calves. um, You know, that almost sounds like a curse word. Lots of oxen. You know, if you were really mad at everybody... All you oxen. (laughs) And it could be your little, like, your little inside joke between you and God because it's a good thing, but also. It kind of sounds like you're that satisfying part of calling names. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what you're supposed to be teaching your kids. (laughs) (laughs) You could teach them to call each other oxen. But the truth is, the oxen are the lots of oxen. Lots of oxen. (laughs) It sounds so right. They are a joy and a blessing and, yeah, a harvest. And it's a lot of work. I mean, if we keep going with this metaphor, you know, like if you've got a lot of oxen to take care of, you've got to feed them, you've got to brush them, you've got to... Right. All that, you know, it's, it's a hard job. Yeah. To take care of all yeah. of those. Well, and if you've too. ever mucked a stall, which I have, yeah, there's lots of poop. Yeah, it's grody. It's, you know, but also it's earthy, it's they real. are yeah. your means of harvest, right? And right. isn't that just like life? Yeah. I mean, that's our family. Yeah. That's a, a a sink full of dirty dishes and greasy right. counters mean that you have fed your family, right? Yeah, and it's really perspective is so much. You know, yeah. it's like 90% of, I think, your reality. It's it's really interesting because last night, Ethan and I were cleaning the kitchen. And mm-hmm. I was like, babe, I just love doing this because it feels like a reset. It feels like we're ready for the next day. And I really do. I really prefer to wake up to a clean kitchen. I like to go to bed to a clean kitchen. Because whatever else is happening, we're always going to eat. We're always going to come back to this room. And I've been really vigilant about a clean kitchen for a long time, but it just occurred to me last night, it's only clean 
at night and first thing in the morning. And it might be clean like once or twice throughout the day, but it's pretty much like it's in use all day long. And it just made sense all the time, like all of the sudden, why all day long my house isn't clean. But that's because we're living in it all day long. Well, and I think that reflects the the illusion that is so prevalent and in our face all the time of beautiful, perfect homes, right? And we want to we want to get it there and there's 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 a reason for cleanliness and it's a functional thing. But we also we have to hold both. Right. It's important to clean. It's important to have order. But we shouldn't be frustrated when we don't. We don't because we're living and it's That's dirty and messy. So good too that there is a reason. There's a function. There's a there is a reason that mm-hmm. we clean. And we already know our reason. We already know our why. And that is for the family in the home, right? It's to make things simpler. It's to, I mean, to me, cleaning and purging, the reason I do that is to spend less time on stuff and more time on people. I really have gotten to this place now where I'm like, I want to spend less time, you know, on these chores so that I can spend more time with my people, which is why I purge. You all make so much fun of me for getting rid of things, but I don't want to manage things, you know? I want to enjoy my people. And that's a big difference because you can spend, it's kind of scary, really. You could spend your life managing stuff. You really could. And there's... And we're not knocking decor no, or no, no. organization. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm working on my gallery wall. Right, exactly. But it's a joy, and that's the thing. It needs it means to it needs to serve me, and not vice versa. So you've got it your... needs to serve good parts of me. Right, I mean, not pride, not yeah. false security. Um, it's beauty, and God made us for beauty. Um, but there's that's not everything. Yeah. Yeah, so you have your you have your why. Yeah. There for yeah. why am I doing this? Yeah. It's to serve my family, it's to serve me to, you know, put beauty and and good things in my home is it's it's a balm, you know, right. to our souls. It's a reminder of what is good and what is true. Yeah. Um and then Having the why really lays out the how. Right. And the steps and the, um, yeah, when we forget the why of that in terms of what's the purpose. Why are we doing these things? Why are we cooking? Why are we cleaning? Why are we making the house nice for company? What's the why behind it that really directs? And fuels the the one, two, three, this is how I'm going to get it done. Yeah. Like for me, the why behind Thanksgiving, it's about having a beautiful, wonderful feast with our family. So if I keep that in front of me, then it's going to help me keep the main thing the main thing mm-hmm. and not let shampooing the rug eat my lunch right. if I don't get to do it. Mm-hmm. 
it's going to keep me from sacrificing my mental and physical well-being mm-hmm. to prepare. I'll still work hard, but I'll also have a freedom in it because right. I know what it's for. And even that, you know, when you think about working hard for that, it's with a joyful yeah. spirit. You're already rejoicing and giving thanks for what you're going to participate in, whether or not the carpet gets shampooed. Yeah. And it, it to me, that gives me more motivation yeah. to get about my how, you know, to get about my, yeah. well, how am I going to do it? Well, I, I should, you know, clean the, you know, vacuum and, and make the mashed potatoes and pick out outfits for the kids. And it makes me excited. Yeah. Like, and then even in doing it, like you said, it's about the people, not right. about the menu. The menu's for the people. Right. So I make my menu to serve, you know, and, and fill people. And, and if I even if I do go above and beyond and make some fancy thing, it's there's purpose with it. Mm-hmm. it. It's a means to an end. It's not an end in itself. The beautiful table yeah. is a means to fill our hearts and eyes with beauty, to gather around and... Um, and if it can't be exactly what I want it to be, it's enough. You know, I, I can still, I can make my effort, but we will still gather around and light candles. Yeah. I bought a box of candles, so I'm good, really, basically. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Throw some apples and tangerines yep. and some sprigs of, we always trim our bushes at the holidays. Sprigs of. Because we run out and get our fake something. boxwood. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. You know, it, that makes me think of last Christmas and I was decorating and Elisha got into one of the Christmas boxes and grabbed a bunch of things. And it was so cute because I came out to the kitchen table and I was like, Elisha, what's this? And he was like, it's my Christmas style. It's like, oh, buddy. <laughs> and he, I mean, it wasn't like anything that I would have chosen. It was like right. this little Charlie Brown Christmas tree from like the Target bin section on a cake stand that we've used for Verity Verie events, but it was just like so precious that he was yeah. like, it's my Christmas style. Yeah. And then I was like, do you want to decorate your bedroom? And I just, you know, I love decor in our home. It's so much fun for me. Right. But I was like, it's fun for him too. And he is, yeah, it's about the people. So if my, you know, decorating my home is to bring joy to my children and my husband and to remind them, you know, that we are celebrating this time of Advent and to really honor that season, then letting him participate in it is really, it's, it's doing way more than just me putting it all up. He's now participating in this reverence and this beauty, um, that we pay, pay special attention to around the season of Advent. And I was just thinking about that the other day about, you know, those little peppermint lights you gave me from uh-huh. your Christmas box um, and how excited he's going to be yeah. to decorate his bedroom. And that's the difference because if it's about your ideas about decorating or replicating what you saw, you know, in the magazine or on Pinterest, those things can be inspiring, but when they become an end in themselves, then Elisha would be in the way. Right. But if they're a means toward creating beauty in your home yeah. and having joy, then Elisha can be a part of it, and it doesn't even, it, it can be Elisha's Christmas style. I have it doesn't to say, have to be Pinterest. I have to say something that was really funny just on the topic of homes, but Elisha, 
um, watches Everyday Mamas stories with me. And we'll link <laughs> them in the show notes because Everyday Mamas is this account I've been telling all my friends about. I told you about it. Um, and I want to tell anybody who's listening to the podcast about Everyday Mamas, but they do home tours. And I love it so much because it's everything from like the really, really cool homes uh-huh. to like just your everyday home. Right. You know, it's just women in their homes and they have a lot of articles um, on their website too that are super encouraging. But Elisha watches them with me. And recently we were nominated by my sister-in-law, Hillary, um, to do one. And I was like, Elisha, you know those tours we watch? Would you like to do a tour of our home? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> and he's like, well, how could we do that? I mean, our house is so messy all the time. Oh, no. And it was just like, oh. like a dagger to my heart. Oh. And after we put them to bed last night, I was like, Ethan, I work so hard. And then he said that. And Kids are brutally honest. Yeah. Like if you ask them, does this look good? Yeah. They'll let you know yeah. if it doesn't look good. And I was just like, what? Why? And Aww. it was it was funny though, because I was like, well, he's not wrong. So, so I mean, it, but it's that's not true. It's, and I, I'm honest too. It's not always you live there. See, he doesn't get that. So he has a sense, he has an, a strong aesthetic he for a little kid. He has a very kid. strong aesthetic. And so, yeah, you could see how he would be like, oh, this is messy, which, you know, he can, you you can help him be part of the solution or well, he can be part of the solution. That's a good Give point. A chore list. Because he also probably has come to that from my comments because when the house is pristinely clean, like right before a party, I'm like, wow, it's so clean. Look at how beautiful the house is. And that's a really good point because he's probably picking up on my comments about what is clean. And that's where their brutal honesty can be a check for us because yeah. If so now it's like you see, okay. Well, I looked around the house and I was like, what's not clean? (laughs) Like, it's pretty clean. I mean, we've got some boxes and stuff. Like, there aren't fresh flowers, you know, on the catch-all, but. Oh, it's messy, it's messy, it's messy, it's messy. Then that's kind of what he's... I'm not trying to, like, publicly convict you. I'm just saying. Well, you I did mean, just publicly okay. convict me. Now everyone knows. And I know. No, and that's know, all right. But it's a good thing, you know? <laughs> it is a good and, thing. I mean, and I'm. we don't have time, fortunately, to go into the things that I said. <laughs> and I regret. You know, it's just you got to watch your words. And our children's honesty and the things they say can be a mirror to help us to say, oh... This is what is coming out of my mouth, and I need to help them understand where there are no oxen. (laughs) Yeah. This is messy because God has given us this life. And yeah, we do strive for order and beauty, but we also, the reality of it is we have, we're living here, and and we can enjoy, we need to enjoy our lives and appreciate all God's gifts and goodness in our home. And what a time like the holidays to to show that to our children. I mean, really think like about it. Like an example. It's like our standard for beauty in our homes like is never higher in a year than it is at the holidays. At the same time, there is more life happening in, in our, our homes, homes at the holidays than we're any other time. We're bringing in gifts, we're bringing in decorations, we're bringing in lights, we're bringing in candles, we're bringing in food, we're bringing in people. It's wow. really, I mean, when you think about it, it's like 
And then we're frustrated that it's messy. I mean, it's just... Oh, and you think about the manger. Where was Jesus born? Mm. In a... Yeah, boy, that kind of comes full circle to a place of, of humility, a place that didn't have any thing that we would call beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, the shepherds. Dirty, smelly. Dirty, smelly. That that is where our freedom came from. Yeah. Where freedom was born. Yeah. Heaven on earth in a yeah. manger. Yeah, our rescue. <sighs> and we're getting ahead of ourselves because this is coming out. This will come out <laughs> on the Monday before Thanksgiving. So maybe maybe this is where we pause. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I think, do you feel inspired? I really do. You've I got feel tears. I do feel inspired. <laughs> I feel just like this like aha moment. Like what a gift. I, I love mean talking with you. Of humility. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And we are thankful to anybody who takes the time to listen. Mm-hmm. What a honor and gift and we don't know who we were talking about that this morning we really don't know who our audience is you really don't we don't know you but thanks for being here thank you for listening (laughs) and we love that we can just sit down and talk and you know kind of cast this out to the wind in the hopes and prayers that it's not just an encouragement to us but to to anyone who might be listening so we bless you and we are grateful for you and we pray that your heart will be full mm-hmm. of all of God's goodness and grace as you celebrate Thanksgiving however you're doing it mm-hmm. happy Thanksgiving happy Thanksgiving thanks so much for listening you can connect with us at you're not that special on Instagram you can connect with me at Emily Varee, that's Emily V-A-R-E-E, and you can connect with my mom at Kim Highland, that's Kim H-Y-L-A-N-D. And if you haven't listened to it already, be sure to take a listen to our first episode where we explain why you're not that special. (laughs) Until then, we encourage you to embrace the wonder and joy of your everyday life. See you next time.